0: I'm Katie. And I'm Kay. And you're listening to the Babes of Quinny podcast.
1: This episode is sponsored by Family Dental Center, locally
0: owned with offices in Belleville, Frankfurt, and Coburn. The Family Dental Center has a friendly team that can help you with all your dental needs, including hygiene, cosmetic dentistry, dentures, invisalign, veneers, sedation, and whitening. Family Dental Center
1: also has extended hours with appointments available before and after work and on Saturdays.
0: For more information, go to FamilyDentalCenter.com or follow them on Instagram at (laughs) FDCFamily. Welcome to 2023. (laughs) Oh, that sounds good. (laughs) I'm like holding
1: it back too.
0: How are you? (laughs) My toddler gave me a cold I was so worried I gave it to you I felt so bad I was like oh no
1: this is 100% my smallest person he was feeling kind of like congested and crummy for the last couple days and yesterday I started to feel a little bit tingly in the nose and today I'm just like full-blown like decongestant like Vapo yeah. rub, like give me all of the things.
0: Yeah, it's. I think it's going around. I had it, Jeanette had it. It's not fun.
1: Yeah, no, I'm pretty much over being sick. Like, I'm, i
0: I feel like one of it. us is always sick. It's so true. It's so fun. Um, we're in 2023 now, though, and I realized I mean, something about New Year's. What? It's trash what? <laughs> <laughs> because I'm like, we went. We went into 2023 in retrograde though. Yeah, and I went in with a migraine. Like it was it was horrible. And That's I just feel like the the There's always this expectation like new year, new me. One night striking midnight is not going to fix all my problems and I go in with the false expectation of like I'm going to wake up tomorrow and everything's going to be fine. I'm not going to be mentally ill anymore. And I'm still mentally ill. So I don't love New Year's. <laughs> that's my rant thank you new year Save me i post that on our story new year Save me nothing's changed so
1: the picture you posted you're like
0: anxiety Jeanette and i watched that <laughs> reel we posted you and i posted yesterday <laughs> the facial expressions i'm making throughout it are just like panic
1: great panic i did kind of corner you into that one though
0: i loved it i was like you know what that's my real authentic self <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's you, Tootie.
0: Yeah, and I think I'm just it. accepting, like, I'm mentally ill. It's not getting fixed. I'm trying my best, and that's it.
1: So. Honestly, I think that's all anybody could ever ask is, like, are you trying your best? Yes. Then it's like, Yeah. this
0: is what you get. And I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. I just think people don't need to, like, feel like they have to change or fix everything just because it's a new year.
1: Well, the one thing I found – Like, even myself, I was putting together kind of, like, a reel of, like, the previous year, and it looked really sparkly and nice. Yeah. And I'm just kind of, like, it was not sparkly and nice for moments. Like, there were some pretty gnarly moments in 2022. I think last year was
0: one of the hardest years of my life.
1: Yeah. But I mean, you know, the roundup of the year just makes everything look sparkly and new. Mm-hmm. And
0: maybe fresh we should start, and, a, like, all these start like, a trend mm. where we post like the dumpster fire that was our year, like 2022 dumpster fire. And you post like all the bad There's photos a cat in my of... closet right now and she's going ape shit. And I was like, do you not like my idea?
1: <laughs> no, I love your idea. I think that, I think more honesty about. Mm what actually is going on instead of like this curated
0: yeah thing is I feel like we do that yeah there but, were some like, highs we started a podcast and it's doing pretty well so I'm happy with that I mean yeah no of
1: course like I'm super grateful about like all the good things mm. but like but there's a lot of chaos behind my brain let's
0: acknowledge the chaos and the bad things too so <laughs> love it um it kind of makes me feel better though
1: the chaos? Like, acknowledging it. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I just – I always feel like I have to, like, hide it because, you know, it's not, like, the normal or the socially no. acceptable thing. But it's, like, you know what? Like, this is who
0: I am. This is who I am. I try my best, but I think I spent so long hiding it, too, that it's just exhausting now to have to, like, hide I'm pretty
1: it. Are you sure there's, like, a therapy term for that? I think it's called masking.
0: Oh, I mask hardcore, so – yeah here we are guilty of masking um we recorded our guests today technically still in 2022 so it is a time machine but they were it's another educational episode and i like i
1: loved like learning about our guests this week and their passion
0: for what they're doing is just chef's (laughs) kiss. And I cried for the second time on the pod. I almost cried. I almost shed a tear. But I feel like I'm just going to
1: start counting the amount of times I cry on the podcast. Maybe we should
0: have a running tally. I feel like that's probably accurate. (laughs) I like it. Um, They were great. You'll learn a lot. They're local. They're they're women owned. Doing great things for people. Um, Without further ado, please enjoy this chat. Today we are chatting with the owners of New Hope Surrogacy. New Hope is a Canadian consulting agency that takes pride in supporting couples and individuals through surrogacy, egg donation, embryo donation, and adoption journeys. We are keeping this introduction short because we want to hear it all from the directors themselves. Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, please welcome Julia and Jenna from New Hope Surrogacy. Yay! Hello. Hi. Thank, Thank you so you. much for having us. Thank you for coming. We're we're very excited. Like I was a little nervous. Yeah, cuz I know nothing I know about nothing. what you but do. But that's perfect.
2: And that's yeah. literally why we are here because there is so many people who don't know mm-hmm. anything or know very little or know miss Facts, like, you know. I feel like that's yeah, that's, that's the it big too. Thing. It's just yeah. not
0: in like day to day conversation, and it's just it not. Be. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Well, all I think we're we're moving in the right direction because everybody is thinking in terms of alternative, as far as um you know, not traditional nuclear mm-hmm. family. Like yeah. every everything is being redesigned and um, created to be more inclusive and all those kinds of things. So that the timing is right as far as us being the. Canada's first to do this all under. Are one. you Canada's we first? We are. We
0: are. Yeah. Holy cannoli. Yeah. It's <laughs> <That's> my <laughs> right? word today. I love it. I think I'm hungry. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I didn't realize that. Yeah,
2: yeah. So it was, I mean, it's been a combination of what our personal lives have presented for us and our personal experience. And we, and then professionally, we've just seen where all those gaps are. You know, Mm we, we both have been in the industry for a long time. And so the gaps in the services that we identified, we've just been working to close. And so some of that has to do with all of the ways of how to build your family in an alternative way so it's not just surrogacy it's not just adoption it's not just and then the uh, embryo adoption piece came because that's that's sort of a dual or it's sort of serving many purposes because there is sort of a um an actual crisis in Canada where there is so many (laughs) embryos that are just sitting and have been created and uh and the families up at this up to this point really have been given two options, which is to, I guess it's three really. There's to to leave them. You can continue to store them and, mm-hmm. and freeze them forever until the end of time. Um, you can donate to science, or you can destroy them. Ugh. And so for many families, most of those options don't feel great. Um, no. And because all those families have come through a road of of struggling to build their family, um, there's that uh, empathy and and compassion piece where they understand why someone would be seeking to adopt an embryo. So, um, so we're working with the clinics that we work with a lot to to really just get the information out there so when families have embryos that are sitting, they understand that there is this other
0: option. Mhm. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah. I love your passion <laughs> about this. So this is I yeah. love that's my favorite part about interviewing people is like the passion they have for it. Yeah. And that kind of gets to like my first question I think how did new hope start what what was the journey to get there and what what kind of happened to start it slash how old is
3: (laughs) so we've been in business for just a year now okay i mean say just a year but it feels like it's been a whirlwind of a year yes um so we've been in the industry like 10 years yeah professionally and personally with our own surrogacy journeys um and i guess we just sort of identified gaps in the industry with our own journeys, we wanted to make something that was bigger and better, uh, that supported people of all walks of life. And yeah, we started this technically December last year. Uh, it was actually oh, so January like 2nd year. Yeah, okay. uh, that I announced to the world of this is new hope and uh, hopes to give new hope <laughs> yeah, yeah. to all these people that are waiting for their their families and Julia came aboard
2: and it was almost yeah. eight years ago that we met like to the day because we were neighbors in Belleville General <laughs> delivering surrogate babies oh wow so you've so both had <clears throat> we surrogate. knew yeah yes. we knew each other before because mm-hmm. we were supported through this yeah same we only ever talked online yeah and then so we knew each other delivered yeah one day before I did and, and so it was her had, first and my second at the yeah. time I've had three you've had a lot <laughs>
0: Sur- so, of surrogacy,
2: yeah, surrogate yeah, yeah,
3: so I've completed five families, but within that, I've actually delivered eight babies. So I carried a set of triplets. That's I know. Holy crap!
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Pretty much. How yeah. did
0: you decide to be surrogates? I feel like that's a very yeah. big decision.
2: Huge. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was really about my, my personal journey. So um, my ex-husband and I had tried for seven years to build a family and uh, ultimately decided to pursue adoption to, mm. to go that route. And so my oldest daughter, who's not here, um, <laughs> is adopted. So she came to us through adoption. And then um, before her adoption was even final, it was a public adoption here in Belleville. And before it was even final, um, I got pregnant with Um, so I'd actually experienced uh, I I got pregnant and then had a loss which was um at the time it was like what the heck was the point of that like I you know I had we had our daughter I was a mom I had sort of achieved the the big the big goal um and after seven years of intervention and then adopting to get pregnant naturally and be stunned and say a lot of bad words because I just was so stunned um and then at nine weeks we lost that baby and five months later I got pregnant with Sophie so um at the time like I said it was like the most cool I was just like why why did this you know why because I I was fine you know like it would have been fine to just carry on um my ex and I were talking about putting our names on the adoption list Mm and you know sort of opening the idea of adopting again but we were good um, and then, yeah, and then Sophie came along, and I realized that it was like, it was about me just trusting that my body could do it after mm-hmm. all those years. Um, and so when I got pregnant with Sophie, I just knew that if, if this actually happened and there was a human that came of it, I had to do it for someone else. Mm-hmm. So, um, and for me, the first time I heard about surrogacy was when I was still trying to get pregnant because our fertility doctor in Toronto at the time, um, it was just, you know, general, un, diagnosed like you know there was no real like hard answer as to why this wasn't happening for us for so many years so Mm -hmm. at the time there was like you know IVF there's this we went as far as insemination and then I was like I needed to tap out at that point um physically and emotionally but um it was first brought up to me then as as an option to build my own family so
0: and then what Jenna what's your journey with surrogacy
2: um so I've always I've had easy pregnancies
3: with my own children. Um, I always heard about surrogacy more so in the U.S., but it was always the horror stories of, you know, she's kidnapped the baby and all of these (laughs) terrible things. Um, So I didn't, I was like, okay, I want to do this for someone, but I didn't think it was even legal in Canada at the time. And I had a friend who, we have this like mummy group of all my second child's, age group like we all within two months delivered at the same time basically so there's 60 of us across the world and so one of the women there was um, a surrogate in the us and i was like oh so like it can go good (laughs) they are you know the parents can treat you well and so i started looking up like what does that look like in canada uh and the differences between us and canada or in the us it's compensated you're paid for carrying a child here in Canada, it's reimbursements. Uh, So it's something totally different. But then once I was like, okay, you can do it here. How do I go about that? So I started the Google rabbit hole, (laughs) Uh, finding whatever agencies were in Canada at the time. And um, yeah, I just felt like because I had something, my pregnancies were so easy that I was like, I felt like I had to give that to someone. My family was complete with, Um, you know, my own kids and and my bonus children. So I just wanted to give back. And I was a one and done person in my mind. I was like, I'm going to do this once and, you know, just give back to the world and carry on with my life. And now I'm a lifer. (laughs) 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 I'm currently trying to work on my sixth journey. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So I'm telling my brain that this is the last time. (laughs) If I just tell myself, I might believe it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if yeah. I just Do repeat you, it over so and over. So, um, surrogacy, are they implanting like someone else's egg, a, a, complete, a embryo. complete embryo? A complete embryo. And then, so mm-hmm. it's not your mm-hmm. DNA. You're that's just, right. You're just yes. like the incubator.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You're so, the other. Gestational surrogacy. Okay. There is something what's called traditional surrogacy where it would be the surrogate who's carrying it would be their um, egg. But okay. that's not as common in Canada. There's very actually few clinics that support that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's totally different genetics. It doesn't necessarily mean that it may be like that. Mom's she could have had an egg donor or something mm-hmm. as well, right? So of course, our same-sex
2: clients yes, have egg donors. Absolutely. So, okay, yeah. that is very cool. Just,
1: that's like that's like the one thing I was like really because you guys had reached out to us and I was like, I really love all this, but I'm like, I I need to know if they like yeah. support yeah. Like, the lgbtq community
2: and then i saw that and i was like
0: i love yeah, we that like, okay. <laughs> yeah we feel good <laughs> yeah
2: yes yeah absolutely it's uh it's all it's i mean it's really a dream right like I, we were talking before we started recording how like you know you just end up doing what you love sometimes with the people you love and mm-hmm. it's crazy when it all comes together but it's really not only do we love each other and love working with each other and have had a, a you know an amazing bond with each other, with another woman who has done what I've done and, like, that, those types of experiences you share with mm-hmm. each other. But it's also been about just really injecting our own family missions into our work. So mm-hmm. um inclusivity is, is huge, particularly because it's very important to Jenna's family. Yes. And so adding the adoption pieces, adding all those pieces that we have, um it's all like near and dear to our heart stuff and it's great that mm-hmm. we can and it's great that people are seem to be really connecting to it like you say like it's just really
0: I feel that just on social media and maybe it is just because social media people are sharing their pregnancy journeys more mm-hmm. um and sharing that like it's not all perfect and right. you're not just mm-hmm. doing a photo shoot and having this like yeah lovely pregnancy yes. and there's loss and there's heartbreak and you you're doing ivf and it's it's not yep. this perfect journey for everyone so i think yeah. that really is probably helping people
3: and we tried to portray that too on our social media of it's not just you know we have a transfer and it works mm-hmm. and it's beautiful and you have a baby at the end um why i said i was working on my sixth journey it feels like it's been a very long six journey so I tried to have um, a sibling for the last child I carried for, and then at six weeks, I had a blended ovum, which is just like an empty sack. No baby actually grew. Um, and then the most recent couple that I've been trying to help, uh, we had four failed transfers. So we're like we're very transparent on um, our social media that it's not just...
0: Not all rainbows and sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. It's always just
3: like because people also get the false impression of I have a surrogate now, so everything's just going to be mm-hmm. perfect. Like mm-hmm. there's but there's still so many things into play. Embryo quality, um, you know, how you respond to medication, all of those things mm-hmm. can af- affect how things work, right? Mm-hmm. So, and embryo quality is, you know, the
2: main reason really why things don't work. Yeah. Um, I think when we were looking at those gaps in in the services, <clears throat> that was a biggie, like so when we put our teams together, we have included a lot of enhanced supports as far as things not going the way you mm-hmm. hope you know and and also just the idea that this isn't just a nine month or ten month long. Engagement, you know, like this is. We really wanted it to be the idea that sometimes it takes a village to create the baby, mm-hmm. and it takes a, a village to to raise these babies, and and to be as successful as we can be, supporting each other. So we have an earlier specialist on our team. We have a nurse practitioner. We have a social worker, and all these people play key roles throughout every stage of the journey making sure that everybody is is feeling confident and supported emotionally and and ready for the next step one of the first programs that our earlier specialist does is partners to parents and Mm -hmm. it's so brilliant because it just really makes you start to think you know like I certainly never had anything like that so to sit down and think about like okay so who's going to do what and like how is that going to feel when you're now the the parent together or you know Mm -hmm. you're trying to um, work together on no sleep and <laughs> all the rest of it, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're really trying to not just make people parents or help them get to parenthood, but help them be the most successful they can be when they do get there.
0: I saw that on your website for the intended parents. Yeah. Like, you have a full checklist and you do background checks, and I think that's really important, yeah. too, that I believe you should have to have a license to be a parent. But I know. that's just me.
2: Right? I know. Yeah. I have many feelings about this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's just because, like,
1: because I have two. Yeah. And like the whenever I hear something bad happen with children and it's like from neglect mm-hmm. or all these things, I sob mm-hmm. because I'm like, I just want to love you. Yes. Like, and there's so many parents and people out there that just like want to have. I agree with
3: that wholeheartedly about parents really should have a license so i'm sure my son would be okay with me sharing (laughs) this because we are very open about his journey Mm -hmm. um but my son is uh trans Mm -hmm. so he was assigned female at birth um has now recently we've done a legal name change all of those things a lot of his friends and like different support groups who go to is the only time they can be themselves is in Mm -hmm. these groups or in these um youth classes they can't be themselves at home and you know i'm known as the the village mom <laughs> to all of own. these kids sorry <laughs> no
0: you're that's... gonna make me cry this <laughs> <doesn't laughs> <no>. is <episode>. <laughs>
3: It's like no this is like everything no
1: like,
0: i, I want to be i was the, literally the mom like i just want to be like can i ask a... how old you're
3: he's 12 he will be 13 in oh. february
0: my partner and i were so. talking about this this morning because my niece just asked me like boys have a penis and girls have a vagina. And I was like, yeah, but sometimes it, they don't have to. Yeah. And you know, I know I hate
3: the gender norms. And mm -hmm. like, when you're like, are you a boy or girl? You're essentially asking, do you have a penis or vagina? And, but I mean, like you just said, that doesn't apply to everyone. Um, and with more recent generations, obviously people are being more accepting and things like that, but it's the older generations that are so set in their ways. Mm-hmm. And Christmas was a very difficult thing for us with, you know, like it was always, well, it's that name isn't who he is. And well, now we've legally changed it. So mm-hmm. yeah, that is who mm-hmm. he is. Mm-hmm. Like honor that, respect that, or you don't have a presence in our life kind of thing. Um,
0: Snap. Yeah. <laughs> you're kind
3: of like, Can Mom. I just say yeah. like how much I
1: respect that you're just, but, like, I'm just gonna love you, like yeah. no matter what. Like yes. it makes me feel so like like hopeful that you know there's good like there's good people out there, and there's, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> there's good parents out there who are gonna like accept these kids, and like God it.
0: why are we crying? <laughs> I it have so happen. many feelings.
3: <laughs> well,
1: and that's it's the kids. thing that like, just
0: gets me. Yeah,
3: I mean, it's if I I've seen full of firsthand like the. Suicide rates with children who are anything LGBTQ are extremely high, especially when they don't have support. If they have at least one parent supporting them at home, that rate drops significantly.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And I just don't understand all these parents who just don't support their kids. Like
0: you, you. It's a life to have or death situation. But, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. If I
3: didn't support him, he may never reach adulthood. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, what is that going to do to someone? That Mm -hmm. Oh, I caused my child to not be here? Like, that's not okay. Oh, my God.
1: I would. Right? It doesn't even cross my mind. (laughs) It's like, if my child says anything, and she's like, I want to, like, I want to do anything. I'd be like, great. Let's do that.
3: Yeah. Like. And to sort of bring it full circle back to surrogacy. (laughs) Yeah. um, When we were meeting with the most recent doctor about starting um, puberty suppressants to kind of stop. Like press pause on puberty. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. no lifelong effects other than like kids hetero kids. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. kids use it if they start puberty way too early. Mm-hmm. Like that are, you know, seven, eight, nine starting it and they wanna press pause until they're older. Mm-hmm. Um one of the things that the doctor asked was about um his plans for children in the future. Because if there was something that he wanted to have biological children um you know going down this path can jeopardize equality so we did kind of look into that and he's like my mom can just carry," (laughs) and i'm like i will be too old by the time you want to have children (laughs) but yeah it's just it's just so common knowledge in our house and common conversation of like my mom
0: just carries baby for everyone like yeah it's interesting because my my extended family um most of my family's adopted Mm -hmm. it's like my mom and her brother are adopted my dad's sisters adopted my grandpa was like abandoned and then his Mm -hmm. his mom adopt mom who was like looking after him adopted him um and i remember i said to my nieces i was like because i'm i'm queer and so my partner and i would have like if we were to have kids there'd be another it'd be another thing for us and my nieces are like well are you gonna have kids and i'm like well, we'd probably adopt a baby, and they're like, What's that? And I'm like, Well, someone would have a baby, and we'd take, and they're like, You're gonna steal a baby? <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, mm. Shh. I was like, Yeah, don't tell anyone. But I'm like, No, like, yeah. growing up for me, that was just yes. the norm, yeah, right? Yeah. So it's Absolutely. like, I'm like, So many people are yeah. adopted, but it's so yeah. many people don't talk about her. It's not a part mm-hmm. of their life. That's it. So. And that's really the
2: goal. Like we mm-hmm. want to get people to the point where it is just normal, like where yeah. that question wouldn't even be asked because yeah. it's just another normal way to, exactly. to create a family. My kids like yours grew up with us carrying other mm-hmm. people's babies. So Sophie would, we'd be in Walmart and she would see a pregnant woman and she'd say, oh, is it your baby? <laughs> so that would cost some conversation for sure. Um, but yeah, because it didn't mean that it necessarily was. And because we have adoption and surrogacy in our family, just because you grew in my tummy doesn't mean you're mine. Yeah. Just because you didn't grow in my tummy doesn't mean you're not mine. So mm-hmm. sometimes we need a whiteboard. But yeah, that's it's, fair. Yeah. But it's, um, you know, trying to just get the world to catch up with the way that we are and, mm-hmm. and just being like, you know, this – uh, family means a bazillion things really so
0: many things yeah. my yeah.
2: favorite
3: story is when I was carrying the triplets and I was in the grocery store with my three kids and someone's like oh you're having you know a little brother or sister and my kids just like verbal diarrhea yeah. this poor woman <laughs> 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 they're like uh there's three babies in her belly and they're not ours <laughs> just like this whole rant about and she just like deer in headlights look on her face and just <laughs> walked away she just <laughs> She's like, nope,
1: that I was too I much. I say the <laughs> best yeah, like, thing. How do you kids even? Yes, yeah. That.
2: And when we talk to women who are considering surrogacy, often they're concerned about how this may affect their children. And the first thing we say is like, "That's not it." Mm-hmm. Talk to, like, see yeah. how your mom and your aunt.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're worried about yeah. them,
2: not your kids, because it's yeah. so simple to them, right? Yeah. Like it's just easy. When I explained it to them, I just said my intended mom. Her tummy didn't work that way, and because of their age, obviously now they get it. So she mm-hmm. could probably do IVF herself. But um, <laughs> when they were that age, like my oldest daughter Carrie thought the embryo looked like a flower, and she thought I ate the flower. I was like, yeah. no, I didn't eat the. Fl-. Anyways, but yeah, like the. <laughs> so it is just so simple to them. It's yeah. just, and yeah. so if we can get adults to just sort of, it's, it's really speaking. adults
0: that are the problem. Oh like yeah, it, it is. Learned. Well, yeah, kids.
1: If it's normal if actually, to you, yeah. then it's normal to your kids. Yeah, like mm-hmm. it's. Yeah.
3: Thought, yeah. It's easy. And, mm-hmm. Like, I ran home daycare back when my kids were smaller, so they understood the concept of kids come over, I watch them, and then they go home at the end mm-hmm. of the day. So that's how I explained it to mine, was yeah. I'm babysitting a baby on the inside until it's mm-hmm. big and strong enough to go home to their parents, yeah. and they're like, okay,
0: cool, can I have a snack? Like, yeah. no follow-up questions, yeah. yeah. did not care. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: and then, okay, so we talked about surrogacy, yes. and somewhat touched on, like, intended parents. So... Um, since you guys have opened, how have people kind of taken is there a lot of intended parents that
2: mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so that ratio is always gonna be crazy mm-hmm. um unless my dream comes true. But um yeah, always gonna be more people needing help than there mm-hmm. are people who are either willing, able or know that mm-hmm. they can. Um, so those are the big hurdles there. But yeah, we've, we've had a, because we've been in the industry for a a while, we had some, some clients and connections and that kind of thing that sort of followed us from our previous employment. Um, we both left another agency to, to take a little reprieve and then, and then embark on this so um we have worked together for a long time too Mm -hmm. but um yeah so surrogates have have come in in many ways to us either from previous connections or just um one of the things that we are doing with new hope as far as our marketing budgets and advertising budgets is that we are anything that is not uh social media is is all dedicated to Don, um, donation, donation, sponsorship, and, and uh, yeah. volunteering our time. So, a lot of talking, a lot of being in the community like we are today and trying to just reach out to more people mm-hmm. and and
0: get people to think about kids
2: think how kids think about it. <laughs> like, yeah. Think yeah. that way, right? Please <clears throat> be,
0: don't be a dick. Yes, be a exactly. Yes. <laughs> Pretend you're <laughs> fine. Yeah. Just let me tell you this. Yeah. And so, can we talk about, like, egg donation? Yeah. And one of my questions was the difference between egg donation and embryo donation, yeah. but I think we kind of touched on it, but just egg, egg mm-hmm. donation, how that process works
2: yeah yeah for sure so um for egg donors there's um some pretty strict physical stuff whereas Mm -hmm. for surrogates it's funny because i sort of say like you're just the carrier (laughs) like like it's just it's Mm -hmm. not but the difference is that there's not the genetic component right so for egg donors there's a much more stringent process as far as um qualifying to to do so um there's age restrictions and that kind of thing um clinics will all have their own kind of um um, general requirements and that kind of thing. And then it's a, it's a pretty small, uh, period of time. It's, if you can imagine a woman's cycle, you know, she takes medication and, and then things are sort of built up to, to hopefully boost the number of eggs she, she creates and that are available to extract. Mm -hmm. And then those eggs are, are kept or created into embryos depending on where the the recipient is so recipients of egg donors aren't necessarily involved in surrogacy they could be for personal use too so it depends on what our clients are coming to us for
0: oh so there may be people coming who mm-hmm. yeah are using their own eggs
2: who are hoping to carry or, their yes. uh, oh, okay yeah
0: um yeah so
2: there's a couple of different yeah, ways. not all egg donors like the eggs
3: um, retrieved from that go into, say, a surrogacy journey. Yeah, it could be, be for, personal. for personal.
1: Okay, question. Yeah. yeah. What okay? What is like egg freezing? Is that yeah. completely different? No,
2: nope, same. Nope. So, so so it's like so once that the process once the egg is retrieved, mm-hmm. it would either be frozen and yeah. used for later. So that would be like if. You know, if if for the purpose of our conversation, if it's intended parents who are using a surrogate um, and they don't have a surrogate yet, but they have an egg donor, so they'll get their egg donor, cycle her, have her eggs frozen, maybe. And then if they're because our clients are all around the world, sometimes there's travel involved. And so they may come to Canada to create their embryos and then they'll be frozen as whole embryos. Or they may decide to, if they have a huge yield, I mean, some of these incredible women yield 40 eggs in one donation. I
0: think that happened to my friend. Yeah. Like, like, sometimes all, like the, norm, the normal yeah. and then she was like triple that. <laughs> Overachiever, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so sometimes it's crazy. So
2: if that happens, sometimes they'll choose to fertilize half and just leave the rest frozen as eggs. Um, and then if, it's, uh, if everything lines up and something can happen where it's a fresh situation, it would be the egg donor has her retrieval, the embryos are created, they're created, and then the embryologist spends the next few days you know, watching them and seeing how they're doing, and then they usually freeze them at six days now, which is amazing because when we started... Yeah, it's five is usually the most common. Yeah, they can do six. They do six,
3: even seven if they need a little bit more time to grow. Yeah. Um, But yeah, when we started, it
2: was like day three. Three day
0: embryos were normal, even day two. So
2: in in a decade, it's amazing what has... Happened. Does
0: freezing the embryo or egg lower? No. The, oh, no. crazy science. It is yeah. literally that like That is a, the coolest
1: thing. I assumed
0: it would like lower the... No. They used to think that, that frozen
3: um, IVF cycles had less success rates than the fresh transfer that we're talking about, mm-hmm. that you sync up your cycle to be able to mm-hmm. transfer it yeah. at the certain day and not, never freeze, but this they've done multiple studies mm-hmm. and there's no difference like yeah. if, if, it, if there, there is a... it's
2: like a point zero one percent change. like difference yeah, as for a success but it, even not. embryologists have said to look at it you cannot tell like so under the microscope there's no difference between
0: that is so, so when cool. you donate an egg yeah do they just put it in there and then shoot the semen in no <laughs> like no, how does that sorry. work well
3: it's done like in like a petri dish yeah. idea right where
0: and then but there's then the many embryo different they actually are making sure it's like forming yeah into the cells
2: are multiplying and then so when you look at an embryo that's why i said my oldest daughter said it looked like a flower because the one embryo i had used one cycle was like there was a cell in the middle oh, and okay. then cells all around it so it Cute. looked like a flower
0: so you get to see yeah. that and then it goes yeah yeah, really I mean, cool. there's
2: many different ways,
3: not just that they just throw, you know, mm-hmm.
0: handful of sperm. In <laughs> yeah, with I'm just, like, like, what are they doing? <laughs> yeah.
3: But you, um, they can do like assisted, touching. Um, like yeah, sort of. I guess that's the right word. I'm trying to think of. I <laughs> feel like they where they basically thing... like pick the sperm and they inject it oh. into. the egg. Oh, I've seen that.
2: Like yeah, yeah. It's a Little see, yeah, yeah. my
0: brain is like friend it's like phoebe yes right yeah, yeah yeah but i get i know but that's such a again
2: that's why we need to talk yeah, more about it right because like, everybody does just think of those situations and yeah yeah
1: okay i just think of that movie from like the early 90s <laughs> where
2: you just see the little look sperm yeah. like yes. yeah,
1: it's like just yes. talking you just yes. see the sperm like going through everything and i'm yeah. just kind of like that is yeah.
2: permanently imprinted in yeah. the brain. <laughs> yeah. That's how you think babies are made. That's it. That's pretty how much. they're made. I'm uh, pretty sure. It is. Yeah. I know. Well, my kids think you go to Toronto and that's how you get a baby. That's where the <laughs> to cl- this <they> day, whenever <laughs> my clinics in
0: Toronto, <laughs> whenever my stomach hurts, my mom's like, "Did you not get you pregnant?" I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> we did it. We defied science. <laughs> we don't need men. So <laughs> no, they're stupid." <laughs> Jk, Jk. Just kidding. We <laughs> back love it. <right> <laughs> um and then so how you said people you have clients around the world yeah. so mm-hmm. is that both intended parents and sur- so sur- all
2: surrogates and egg donors would be in canada okay and all um the parents and recipients of egg donors could be around the world oh wow that's really
0: cool yeah. so do you find because you're the only one in canada doing all these things are you getting a lot of people i think from- i
2: like the feedback has been great i was in new york and was that november Yes. Okay. I'm <laughs> um, um, for we've collaborated with an organization called Men Having Babies for years, and um, so obviously I love that name. Yeah, um, it's Beautiful. so fun. It's such a great event, and so we had some some great uh, feedback there. Just because we're still sort of announcing this to the world mm-hmm. that that this is that we're doing this all under one one umbrella and um, all the services that we we do have I mean one of the biggest ones with the embryo adoption thing is that so often we saw in our previous appointment that once all the embryos were used if there hadn't like what happened you know like if You have several failed um, transfers or you utilize all the embryos often that's the stop for the intended parents like it's financially emotionally everything they're tapped out they can't Mm -hmm. so with embryo donation if that intended parent is open to a non-genetic child then that is another chance at a family where it used to just be that would be thrown in the towel that would be it
0: so just wondering you're the first company doing is it just because you're doing surrogacy egg donation like all, all of, of that usually it's donation, just like yeah. and adoption, yeah. all in one yeah
2: okay. there are other companies that do mm-hmm. surrogacy and egg donation and then ones that just do egg donation or mm-hmm. just surrogacy but um but yeah we wanted to be that full again like it's just so personal like when, when I it's when, like, when, if
1: sure. something doesn't work yeah it's like you have to go through that whole other emotional process yes. of getting to know new people tell your story again that and was always like, my thing yeah I and, to tell it
2: all over you know exactly and it's yeah. it's
1: exhausting yeah. emotionally yeah. to have to like Retell all these things over and over and over again. So when you're working with like the same people for multiple different mm-hmm. options, then yeah. that's really, really. I really love what you guys are
0: doing. Oh, I do. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure because freaks me out, and I think we're in a population crisis. Yes. But yeah. I was like, I love this. Yeah. And I think it is helping a lot of people. I think so too. And I mean, you know, we've we've even
2: had. I think it's just one client at this point who's decided that they've. It's the end of the road as far as their family building.
3: Yeah, uh just the one so far, yeah. but that
2: was more just
3: financial and emotional, that yeah. even with all our support and our uh availability of our social worker unlimited amounts. Yeah. Um they just
2: said, you know, I, I just we can't any further mm-hmm. and um, and that I mean that's obviously it's hard for us because we want to see the, mm-hmm. the end game right but uh, but yeah that that's sort of the idea of having all of these things is that we form these relationships with people at the beginning of when they're mm-hmm. hoping to become parents and whatever and however long it takes to get there we hope mm-hmm. to to stick with them and keep advocating and finding different avenues for them to as long as they still want to keep fighting we'll keep fighting for them to yeah. become parents yeah
3: like that one couple that we're speaking about um, you know They've met a million people. They emailed us afterwards of saying after all the people that they've met throughout their entire journey for years and years now that, you know, they thanked us for being so available and just being there for them. And they were very thankful that we crossed paths, Mm -hmm. even if it didn't result in them growing their family. Yeah. Um
2: I think one thing we really want to make sure we always are is not jaded in this process. Mm-hmm. There's so many all the the moving pieces, the lawyers, the clinics, that they they all get pretty, you know, their bedside manner doesn't really you know, <laughs> doesn't translate. Ever, yeah, because you're you're a number, you're a, yeah. you know, you're a file, you're a patient that's just, you know, in for a procedure or whatever. So, us trying to keep it as personal as possible and be have that availability to them. Or be available to them rather like it's just it's a little thing for us but it's huge for them i think and we're not ever going to lose that mm-hmm. yeah
3: yeah like i've had
2: consults on the weekends yeah.
3: and just because you know people especially in different parts of the world yeah. and their work schedules you know i try to adapt to when they're available um i've had them be very thankful that i've taken time away from my weekend and, and very grateful and and that is ultimately what they said why they chose us is because our response time was so great and we were available and we worked around their schedule um that they like we're gonna go with you just and well and our wait times are
2: significantly less than
3: than other places that have hundreds of people on their wait list but
2: yeah we like we both went into this i think we're probably like two of the least like I want to use this word, but like we're just, we both are just not greedy. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. just very, like, like yeah. we're both very, it doesn't take a lot to make us happy. It doesn't mm-hmm. take a lot to keep our kids happy and our families running and that kind of thing. And so we wanted to go into this with the idea of keeping our client list low so we can really manage that mm-hmm. wait time. That's the really only thing you can do in this world to try because there's so many unknowns. So if we can try and manage how many people are waiting for women to, to do this, um, then that's the best way to do it. So we just are constantly evaluating that and because every week it changes there's connections made and there's people who move on to the next stage and that kind of thing but um that was a big big point for us that we didn't want people to be waiting even longer because essentially when people come to us even if they are same-sex couples who know that this is a process they need to include if they want to build a family this way or build a family they they come already having been through Mm -hmm. stuff you know and certainly the heterosexual couples we are usually their last stop their Mm -hmm. last chance their last hope and so it's not like you know us saying it could take three to six months to find a surrogate um you know it's not like they're just waiting three to six months it's been years Mm -hmm. their process has been years so um trying to be as efficient
0: for them at this point in the game is is important that's great. Yeah. And and I feel like people at this point are very vulnerable and they're mm-hmm. putting that trust in you and the fact that you can empathize with them and yeah. and give them that safe space is really important. Yes. Hey Kay, did you know that 22% of people have dental anxiety?
1: I didn't know that, but that's not surprising since we both have dental anxiety. But do you know what helped me? What? Having Dr. Yasmin, the owner of Family Dental Center, on the podcast, she made me feel ready to go to the dentist again.
0: The Family Dental Center will help you with all your dental needs, including overcoming your dental anxiety which may be holding you back from going to get your teeth checked. They have locations in
1: Belleville, Frankfurt, and Coburg with a welcoming team to make you feel comfortable throughout your entire dental experience. FDC also has flexible hours to work around your schedule, plus
0: they're taking new patients. Book your appointment online today at familydentalcenter.com or give your desired location a call. Follow the amazing FDC team on Instagram at FDCfamily. The adoption process. Yes. So how can, how do you assess people through, well, it says public and private, right? Yeah, yeah. What's the difference?
2: <laughs> um, so private is where you're working with an adoption practitioner and um, there's agencies who, who work with that. Um, you know, women come to the program who are looking to adopt a child out to a family who is who is looking for a child um and then the public way would be through CAS and and the other organizations that are here locally the adoption stuff so far we've really just been focusing on local Mm -hmm. um i've been involved in the adoption stuff my daughter's going to be 17 in february and she came to us when she was one so um about 15 years now i've been really involved in the support side of mm-hmm. adoption and what that looks like. And, um, and then also the just that peer support in parenting through adoption, um, just like anything, like we have a lot of peer support within our surrogacy programs and egg donation. Just, there's nothing like being with someone who has actually been through mm-hmm. that process, right? So from my perspective, as an adoptive mom, and, uh, and that kind of thing, um, connecting with other women. But as far as what New Hope does for adoption, it's really about connecting with people and doing legwork for them. Um, again, it's like somebody comes to you, and for whatever reason, they're going to do adoption, they're going to travel down this path of a bazillion mm-hmm. unknowns and so somebody who's done it before and has some professional connections who can be like okay let me connect you with them they're going to be a good person to talk to and walking through the steps of what does it how do you create your profile mm-hmm. how do you the home study all those kinds of pieces that that are required in that process which by the way going back to license for parents why don't parents even have to do a home study or anything? Yeah. like
1: just so to adopt, adopt a sometimes? kid you have to have like it's all intense. these things mm-hmm. yes to but adopt I can kid. just
2: Right now. <laughs> you could just pop yeah. street yeah. corner
0: right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, good. Guys. I yeah. didn't realize so that. It's very, yeah, oh, mm-hmm.
2: there's um, professional and personal references you need to obtain. Um, you have to show financial records. Um yeah so
0: it is there's a lot of a lot of. and do you help like would you help um like older kids like if people Mm -hmm. want to adopt older kids is that a thing too totally so the this is all again we're
2: a year old and a lot of these things are our personal passion things Mm -hmm. that we hope to continue to grow and develop within the program and so the adoption piece for me is is obviously very personal um my daughter hopes to one day work with us in the program too and and share her experience as an adoptee yeah um which i think will be so valuable Mm -hmm. um so yeah the hope is that as as we continue to grow, we're going to have more people join us in this in all of the the um, services we provide, um, and just you know have it to the point where women who find themselves needing to pursue adoption mm-hmm. for their child um, know that we're we're a place that they can come to as well. But at this point, it's really been about parents or hopeful parents who are considering adoption, and me just sort of getting that information to them, sort of. Helping them weave through what the next step would be if they did want to do this, versus, you know, public mm-hmm. versus private and that kind of stuff. So, and also having access to our social workers. Yes, for. Oh, because
3: you have yeah. yes, social workers. Yes, we worker have an in house social worker. Yeah. So, you know, as you, I'm sure you, you may yeah. imagine, if someone's maybe giving up on trying to conceive naturally and going down the adoption path and maybe a lot of feelings and emotions mm-hmm. that come up with that. So we want to make sure that they're supported mentally as well, as much as possible.
1: Yeah, we you talk sure? about that a
3: lot. Yeah. It's
1: like, regardless of like what situation you are in life, mm-hmm. like you need to like talk to somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like we're big proponents yeah. of therapy. Therapy, and, like, It's okay
0: not talking, to be okay. Yeah. Talk it out. About
1: everything. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, th- I love the fact that you guys have integrated that into mm-hmm. it because yes. a lot of even just Pregnancy is exhausting, yeah. mm-hmm. and Absolutely. all of it. It's just it's overwhelming, and so yeah, to and have that support is like invaluable.
3: Mm-hmm. The, having the the social worker in house and unlimited access for parents, surrogates, mm-hmm. anyone that may be in our um, agency, part of our part yeah. of our, our program. Yeah. Um, came from more like more of a personal stance of why it's so important. So after the triplets, the pregnancy went amazing. could have not obviously carrying Mm -hmm. three babies. There was no bed rest or anything like that. Um, I saw the day before delivery and I was like, I think you can do another week. She was like, Shut up. I was still driving, like I don't no, know. She was amazing. I shouldn't was, have been. But anyways. I was unreal. Um, yeah. The seat can only go back so yeah, far. Yeah, I was gonna say I am like, How did your <laughs> arms reach? But I got longer arms. No, um, but uh, the delivery did not go so well due to medical Errors, malpractice, I don't know, whatever you want to call it. Miscommunication is what they said. Um, <laughs> okay, great word. <laughs> yeah, we just won't go down that path. Um, but afterwards, I struggled a lot mentally because, you know, because of what had happened during delivery, I wasn't even sure I was going to make it out wow. of the delivery room. Jesus. Yeah. So, um, you know, when we were with the agency we were before that supported me through that journey, it could have been so beneficial for me to have someone to be able to talk to. You. And as you know here in Canada, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. to get someone to talk to, you, you're unless you can afford a fortune out of pocket, it's like six months to a mm-hmm. year wait list. Yeah. So, you know, I've suffered for that year being on a wait list, um, to even be able to start talking to someone to start healing from that. So it was very important to me to have someone.
0: I was gonna hand. ask that because obviously with pregnancy, there's postpartum and then Mm -hmm. there's, you know, obviously negative things can happen, I guess. And absolutely. I
3: mean, even if the pregnancy goes smoothly, there's still the emotions afterwards Mm of, you know, your milk still comes in, even though you don't have the baby at home, all of those things. And, you know, is this normal? Is it not? Um, We always say day three and five are the worst emotionally after delivering a surrogate baby. And it's not because you miss the baby per se, but it's We have so much communication with the parents, especially near the end, close Mm -hmm. to delivery, that they're busy with their newborn and that slows down or stops briefly. And you have this like, now what do I do with my life? I Mm -hmm. just created this amazing thing and all of that euphoria is now
2: gone. Like, Mm -hmm. now what do I do? Yeah. Um, so we, we talk always so always, much about that, about like yeah. the, the the bond really being between the surrogate and the intended parents. Mm-hmm. There has to be, of course, enough of a bond and connection to grow a healthy baby. And um, you know, certainly we went into it knowing that there had to be connection. It wasn't like we were going to be cold about it. But the bond and the real time spent together is, is with the intended parent. And lots of times when I speak to women who are considering being surrogates, they say, you know, they're concerned about that and like, how will I just, you know, carry this being? And then, but because it's obviously a very different (laughs) process of getting pregnant, it's not, not like how that surrogate would have with her partner. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, right from the beginning, as soon as you connect with the intended parents, you read their profile, you read their story, what brought them here, and then you start speaking with them and you find even more things that connect you. And, you feel even more that you want to do this for them. Um, you see everything through their eyes. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, you go and you do get pregnant, but, again, it's not romantic. And and then you're carrying this baby, but it's them who are, like, you know, doing the shopping. It's them who are stressing about, like, where's the crib going to go and how do you do yeah. a car seat and how do you – like So you just kind of stand back and you're kind of watching and it's fun and it's so – Beautiful because like you're remembering when you went through that but you also aren't feeling mm-hmm. any other worry. <laughs> like, oh, it's like all the stressy luck. parts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all the stress stuff is on them, but you also have that like extended duty where you can sort of embark some of your your wisdom and, yeah. and you know, like or I loved this car seat or I did this, this was mm-hmm. my teething trick or whatever, you mm-hmm. know um so the bond really is
0: like stay connected with the parents after or is it for us that's our hope like
2: for me personally that was my choice when when i picked parents i did want that um for my kids too i wanted them to have that sort of um you know cousin relationship is what Mm -hmm. i've always sort of referred to it as Mm -hmm. um and it's it's our hope within the agency you know i think most women again that's a big question you know they're worried like it's going to be like you're going to have this baby and then you're going to drop off the face of the earth and so it's yeah. our hope that that doesn't happen you know we, we want to try and get people on the same page as far as what they're looking for in that long-term relationship or, or relationship but um yeah when we're interviewing
3: with the parents and stuff like that it's very important that we take on clients that are open to this lifelong mm-hmm. friendship if they're very cold and just like we just want a baby yeah. those aren't the types of parents we want in with us like yeah. we want obviously it's gonna what you put into the relationship throughout the journey is what you're going to bond with and and develop if you don't talk, you don't communicate much other than you know baby updates I had an appointment today, but if you the parents aren't showing their appreciation and and messaging and taking a lead on that too, you don't have that necessarily bond so that may not be how you intended my very first journey we always said. We're going to talk. We're going to visit. The kid's very, you know, it was important to me as a first journey. That's what I Mm. wanted. It didn't end up working that way. Um, You know, mom was battling. uh, She had had cancer, and then it was suppressed for – Remission. Remission (laughs) for so long. Um, Then they started building family, but it came back Uh. partway through the pregnancy. So I understand, like, obviously she was – very, um, involved with her own health and not really thinking about keeping the relationship going with me. Um, but she has since passed from her cancer and it was actually on her deathbed. She texts me apologizing. And I'm going to cry again. <laughs> um, <laughs> apologizing for not, um, having the relationship that we had always talked about. And it was the very next morning dad texts me saying that she had passed. So obviously she was, you know, making her her amends of, of what she needed to say before she could let go. But, uh, yeah, so his birthday was actually just turned eight a few days ago. Uh, so dad sent me a picture of him with their new puppy. Oh, oh that's so cute. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I always hope to at very least just see picture updates. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't necessarily have to see them in person. Yeah, um, I would love yeah. to be. I and mean, geography again. sometimes, yeah, yeah. You yes, know, well, with, especially with people being different. all around
2: the world. Yeah. But it, it's the hope that it's an extension of everybody's mm-hmm. family. You know, like not just making people parents, but so you're like also. building a little
1: community.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's the thing. That. And what I've learned, seeing people raise children, is it takes a village. Mm-hmm. Like it, and you're just
1: it really does. You can't do it yeah. yourself. No,
0: you can't. Like... I tried.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. Yeah. I failed miserably. <laughs> Day three, I was just sitting covered in everything that you can it's imagine, a, just yeah, all of it. Right. And yeah. my mom's like, are you okay? I'm like, no, nope. no. <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: It's and hard. It's a big job. Yeah. With the, the triplets, obviously we had a lot of appointments. Mm-hmm. So I became very close with, with that family and we even got like my mom and her mom together, and we all had lunch. Oh, that's and that's so, so nice. Um, now it's my mom. She has this big in-ground pool at her place. She invites them to the pool and party, and then she texts me after saying, "Oh, by the way, they're coming this date." I'm like I'm glad I'm invited <laughs> to the party of the you know with the kids that I Thanks, helped create mom. into this world. <laughs> so, I'm glad you guys are so besties.
0: Yeah. If people are interested in being a surrogate or donating eggs or embryos how can they how can they reach out is there a commitment like how would that work
2: yeah i mean the best thing is to just reach out and we mm-hmm. can we can have a conversation there's no commitment in any conversation it's really just sharing information and hearing where we could potentially support if if we're a good fit to to be a part of that support for that client um yeah right on the the website facebook anything like that they can send an email and we'll share all those in our
0: show notes and when we post on instagram yeah that's great and the other thing
2: too is if there's any anybody in the community who would like to talk about any kind of promotional collaboration with Mm -hmm. with that kind of stuff we're we'll be looking at that for 2023 speaking of which
0: you guys just gave away like a crazy thing on social media Yes. Yes. you gave away like so it's worth twenty six thousand dollars. Yes. So is it like a surrogacy or an em- So or it? so
2: it's uh it's a complete agency support. So all of our team available to them throughout wow. their whole program and also the legal fees covered. So to two That's of our, yeah. two of our lawyers. It is, yeah.
3: It's huge. Yeah, when we announced the contest, two of lawyers that we work with are,
0: most often. Yeah. yeah.
3: Connected with, they wanted to wow. just make it even
0: more enhanced. Yeah. Yeah. It um, makes me realize there are good people yeah. in the world. There's
3: yeah. oh, yeah.
0: good good. <laughs> Good lawyers, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there are, yeah. We because
3: obviously money. to make everything safe for all parties, there needs to be an extensive legal contract yeah. in yeah. place. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes over everything as far as, you know, bed rest amounts. Like if you were um, lost wages, even the parents, God forbid, they both pass away in mm-hmm. some horrific car crash or something, who they would appoint as the guardian of this baby. Mm-hmm. So it's just very important that even people who are looking at doing surrogacy journeys independently and looking to cut costs because it is an expensive mm-hmm. process the first thing we always say is never <laughs> skip on legal yep. that is important yep. all those horror I've stories i talked in about in the us of yes. my life too like always yes. <laughs> put it on paper yeah. sign a document right. exactly. yeah all the horror stories in the Fully us agree. that you hear about yeah. of you know everything gone wrong it's
2: usually yeah. because they didn't have yeah. a legal contract okay. <laughs> we should definitely that's what i'm gonna
0: call this episode have a legal document yeah, <laughs> exactly,
2: yeah yeah but no that's great if we can point people in the direction of social media they'll be mm-hmm. able to to see that contest and we are still looking that for, was so cool I was someone like, to carry for them they've, they've yes. not been chosen so so yeah um, same-sex couple winner and yeah. they we would love to find i like this is no secret but i would love to find a local surrogate for them because i really want to meet them so delivery always (laughs) happens local to the surrogate that's another fun fact that some people don't know so even if your intended parents are in Mm. ireland they will come come here here. to go to get their baby
1: do i want to have another baby yes you do do. do. no i had a really
3: (laughs) (laughs) bad pregnancy bad come (laughs) on (laughs) it'll be different you have support (laughs) <laughs>
0: You'll have us at your door It'll every day. Different. Oh my, oh my god, i so keep hitting the mic. <laughs> so funny. Um we'll talk about yeah, that. It yeah, it's <laughs> we'll talk, we'll
1: talk, we'll talk. I'm not opposed to it because I had two very like emotionally traumatic pregnancies yeah. that to have one where I would feel supported yes. but not actually have to keep the baby is like Perfect. I literally
2: just spoke to a woman right before we sort of close it because we don't really ever close. But so when (laughs) I was (laughs) was doing a consult with a woman who was considering, and that was literally what it was because we were talking about how in our connecting process, like we want to find people like, so if you had this like major dream of having a home birth, we haven't had that yet. Yeah. We would be looking to try and fulfill that for you too. Mm -hmm. So finding intended parents who, you know, would be open to that or like that idea. But yeah, that's such a good point that, you know, like before the end of, you know your your reproductive stage of yeah. life, having an experience where you were so supported by women and it, it yeah, I mean obviously I'm biased. I want every woman to do it because I think <laughs> it's the best experience ever. And it, for me, my I was cut off medically because my deliveries were C-sections, so I was I sliced open enough times.
0: She had a fun C-section. Yeah.
1: Okay, so my son just did not want to come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one yeah so um i had dr chanda and her husband mm, yes. and she was like okay she's like don't be alarmed there's gonna be a man standing yes. above you <laughs> and i'm like pardon <laughs> next thing i know i just see like legs yeah and he's like pulling yeah. or doing yeah. something yeah. i don't know i didn't feel it
0: yeah. <laughs> they team but- i saw my i saw my friend give birth that was an experience yeah (laughs) there was fluids there was i was like yeah and my mom's like aren't you i'm like i'm never doing that love you yeah (laughs) so yeah
3: well i mean we are both actually doulas as well um julia supported me with several of my deliveries um can
1: i ask i have no idea what that means? What a doula is? No
0: it's idea. Basically,
3: someone that supports you through your labor and delivery and postpartum.
0: God, damn so it. I could be Is it similar that. to yeah. a midwife? It's, it's so like, non-medical. non-medical. So oh. yeah. So they're they're. Okay. I mean,
2: obviously, there's a huge emotional support. Is, yeah, but yeah, yeah, emotional and and advocating and another person there yeah. to be making sure it goes as you wish mm. and hope and yeah. Jesus, yeah. I use that. Yeah.
1: postpartum is a wicked bitch
2: yeah so I
3: started doing postpartum stuff originally with all of my surrogate friends um because knowing so with my own experiences (laughs) always drawing from life experience yeah because I didn't have a baby to take care of at the end of the day after delivery all of my family um thought I didn't need help it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Even when I delivered on the 23rd, I still had to do all of December 23rd, I should say. All of the Christmas craziness and take wait, care of my this kids. Year? No, no. <laughs> 8 years ago. 8
0: okay, years ago. Okay, no. So I was like, wait, hold it on. It <laughs> was
3: my family was just like, you're fine. You just had a baby, but you don't ha- you're sleeping at night. I'm like, okay, but like my body just went mm-hmm. through a yes. whole lot and I've sure. got milk coming in yeah, and I made hormones a person. And, yeah. Yeah, an entire complete one. And I'm okay. like, you know i saw how to do all of the things yeah. anyways um, <laughs> so it was very important for me to be able to offer that support for
2: postpartum yeah. for surrogates mm-hmm. locally say it's part of what we do if your family won't help you i will help you (laughs) exactly and it's part of what we do for all our surrogates too like even if they're not here locally they're all over canada mostly ontario at this point but we'll do the legwork again to to Mm -hmm. look at um doula collectives that are in their area and connect with them so they understand the surrogacy application of doula care and that kind of stuff and Mm -hmm. um, make sure that they have that support during and after if they want it. There's been some times
3: I've gone to a home visit where, Mm -hmm. you know, my intention is to help her with cleaning or laundry or whatever it may be and she's like, I just need to sit and talk. I'm like,
0: I will bring coffee. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Wow. You two are doing great things and you give me all the warm and fuzzy things. So you're just genuine humans. Well, I'm so
2: glad you guys this uh, is I'm like i'm so i found you
0: guys mm, and we connected. i am i'm so yeah. glad
2: that
3: you just forced me to come with you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well it's very comfortable right? yeah, really like, it is yeah really it's good.
0: not as it's scary yeah. when you're like you're gonna sit in front of a microphone yeah but like, you should just have seen chat. me
3: like the horrible shakiness when i had to record our oh yeah <laughs> radio app
0: it was terrible yeah i have suddenly i think we read. just need to like start <laughs> recording sudden, radio I can't ads here read when i have to be on the radio like, i know no i know words. i'm like yes exactly yeah is there anything we missed that you oh, that gosh, we didn't so touch much. on like i know I, think, I just assumed this
2: was gonna be like a monthly
0: <laughs> um, yeah, <maybe. laughs>
2: just updates just all the time updates? yeah, yeah.
3: Cool, actually. Yeah. there we go. Yeah. Content. One thing that came to mind was that you uh, don't actually have to have a previous pregnancy in yes. order to be a surrogate.
0: Oh, <laughs> that's, that's actually good to know. Katie. Yes. I know. Like, this that's is exactly. a hostile work environment. <laughs> I haven't had my period in like three and a half months. Really? Yeah. Oh, dear. I'm going um, to the doctor. Don't worry. Okay. 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 It's been like my whole life. I've never been. I feel. I just say this is a hostile work environment because yeah. like I don't want to have a baby in it. Yeah.
3: yeah I mean, it. Most common is commonplace to have a, at least one healthy pregnancy prior to being a surrogate. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not necessarily mandatory with a few of the clinics that we work with. They just do some extra medical testing, some mock cycles with medication to okay. make sure your body was responding, all of those things. So they can, you know, make it so
2: that. Yeah. And you can still be a surrogate if your tubes are tied. Oh. Yeah. Yeah.
3: contract
0: yeah crazy yeah. Oh even if that you are yeah. in
3: early menopause yep. because they can use medication to bring you back out of it we had a surrogate that we supported
2: yep she uh, delivered at 51 yeah she's <gasps>
0: holy <laughs> shit crazy yeah. i just this is sad to admit but i just watched like an animation on instagram of like how a woman's cycle works yeah. and i was like whoa yeah and i was like no one taught me all that right so i know
2: yeah, so she had sex ed last year. How is that? Was like, really <laughs> right? She was like, okay, but hold on. There's more about uterus and stuff that we need to go over. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: they don't
2: teach you that. No, they don't.
3: Yeah. I'm
0: like, what? I know. There's a lot they don't teach you. I just watched about. like a video from like the 70s, I think, in, in oh, grade 11, and yes. I was
2: like, ah!
1: Yeah. yeah. My mom worked in maternity. <laughs> oh. So I'm familiar. Yeah,
2: familiar.
0: Yes yeah i mean well, i think that i think we've hit all the major points yeah and, and we'll share all so the grateful. socials and stuff and yeah. thank you for coming this thank was you, thank such you. a great chat so you can find out more about new hope surrogacy and egg donation at new you can follow them on instagram at new hope surrogacy inc and you can like them on facebook Where is it? <laughs> at new hope surrogacy inc thank, thank, you. You, so thank much. you so much yeah, thanks thank for you. having us that was amazing. amazing this is we're doing this over video so it's
1: different yeah no that was rough but I mean that's
0: what it is yeah we uh that was I say it every time but that was amazing they came in Julie and Jenna came in just so willing to share both their experiences and what they're doing and oh we're gosh, so open yeah. um, I was like because I'm always scared to meet yeah. new people
1: but they just totally yeah. embraced us like sat down and like instantly just comfortable they're like okay let's go like let's do this like like, open book I was like sick
0: yeah and you know what I believe there's no dumb questions so yeah I asked some weird questions but sometimes you gotta know what honestly I feel like
1: that's totally okay yeah like that's kind of the vibe I hope that we you know put off that we have like a safe space to answer Mm -hmm. or ask those stupid questions yeah because I guarantee you, I'm definitely thinking those questions, and I bet other people are too yeah,
0: yeah, I know it's uh but they're doing great things and I think it needs people need that support and I'm sure so many people are going Absolutely. through it and um yeah, it, they both have had insane like they've both been surrogates they just seem like very loving humans and mothers and I appreciated that.
1: I just really, I really admire everything that they do Mm -hmm. for, like, their clients, for the community. Like, I just think it's beautiful. Like, I really genuinely think what they're doing is, like, a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, and as you said, I'm never sure, because usually one of us somewhat knows the person coming on, but they reached out to us, and I was nervous. I was like, I don't know what to expect, but it seems that it kind of works out every time, so.
1: Well, I think that I, I also would like to think that we kind of attract people, like people who want to be on the podcast, like either have listened to it mm-hmm. or they kind of know our vibe, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I really should be way less nervous about people wanting to hang out with us. On we the both
0: have anxiety though. So it's just yeah, there. Is... <laughs> anxiety. Uh, in other news, I did go to my doctor, so... Um, How did that go? Great. I have cystic acne, and I, yeah, that's. I'm gonna see a dermatologist great. again. Great. So Fun. So fun, and I feel like I had something else to say to you, which happens a lot. I should have written it down.
1: Should have written it down. We have. Um, we got some final kind of like proofs of our merch.
0: Like it's coming. And it's happening. It's. So cute. It's so cute. I really hope you guys order it because please, <laughs> please order. Yeah, I mean, merch.
1: I know I'm going to order. I'm going to order one. I'm gonna order one. It defeats the purpose, but
0: I mean, I don't care. I don't care. Because it's adorable. It's so cute and so practical. And like, we're going to, this is just the first run. We also still have keychains, magnets, and stickers. You can order it from our website. Our website's a work in progress because we both have full-time jobs. As well as we do this, so um bear with us. Please, babe.
1: I mean, send us a DM too. Like,
0: yeah, w- yeah, we're flexible. We'll like, get it Like, it doesn't have to, to be you. through
1: the website. No. We can take e transfers. I like, don't care. We're Just... not bougie, fancy bitches. Like, mm-hmm. we can mm-hmm. figure it out. No, we'll drive it to you within yeah. city limits.
0: right. Oh, I've been watching Below Deck. <laughs> Would recommend. Okay, wait. What? What is have this? you never watched Below Deck? I don't even know what this is. It's people who work on like like private yachts that get chartered out and it's just like the deck crew and the and the like housekeepers on the yacht and like them having to deal with like the private guests that come on the boat and them like dealing with each other and like having romantical things and hating. Oh, it's so good. It's such trash television. It's giving me life. So
1: I love a good trashy TV show.
0: Yeah, like I can't look away. I, I love it so much. So, did you finish um, the Sex Life of College Girls? Oh yeah, I went through that in like a week. I was done. So yeah. good. I need. I might, I might rewatch it. I rewatched all of Shit's Creek, which also was a vibe. So, I just need feel good shows. I love Ben Levy. I love him so much. I think that like they, a concerning amount of. Did you? You went to the doctor. No. Oh, I thought you were going to the doctor. <laughs> Today?
1: Yeah. No. No, I'm just staying in bed.
0: Oh, that's what WFH means. Work from home. Work from home. I thought it was like a clinic. I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not good with short form. Sorry, but I figured it out. Work from home. Now I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Um, it was just funny because I was like, I, I
1: sent that text to you and then you were like, are you like working from home today? And I'm like... Yeah,
0: bitch. <laughs> I thought you were going to some walking. I was like okay walk I saw the W and I was like she's going to a walk-in clinic Like that's what my brain did Oops I'm so pretty That's what Jeanette says when I say dumb things She's like you're so pretty I'm like thank you <laughs> Also let's remember it's depression season So whatever you need to do to Be somewhat happy Do it I don't care whatever it is Don't like I hurt anyone for sure. but-
1: the, Like I want to be excited about the new year, but like, there's no snow.
0: There's no. I don't even like. It's not, I just January, like, and February are not my vibe. They make it makes me sad. I, okay, so the the shining light
1: of February is it's Lincoln's second or third birthday.
0: Are you gonna have a party? Can I come? Yeah. Okay. I can come. Should we go? Am I gonna climbing? have a party?
1: I I don't know. Oh, but, okay. I mean. Should it be bluey thing? I mean, he should. He's not. Oh. That'd be cute. Uh, he would probably. I He's really into cars right now. So, if I just, I need to find like a big truck. I'm gonna call the fire department.
0: Oh, that's cool. I he
1: like loves that. buses too.
0: He is like my. Whatever the buses birthday. drive by, loves it. Love it. Okay, get it, Lincoln love that so i guess there's things to look forward to i i need to write them down
1: yeah because well that i do this thing every so often like once a week i kind of just like write down good shit
0: yeah i i saw this video and you every week on a post-it note you like write down something good that happened you put it in a jar and then at the end of the year you read them and i kind of like that energy oh that's cute we I'm, should do that. I'm going to try and be more my, like, intentions for two. I don't make resolutions, but my intention is to, like, be more present and just, like, focus on the good and take a breath. I think that's really good. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to start. I have those ramen post-it notes on my desk. I'm going to start doing that with those.
0: Yeah, I like that. Let's do that. And Feel then we'll free to use them. them. Thank you. I don't really have anything else except follow New Hope if you need help having a baby making babies making babies or if you feel like you could be a surrogate egg donor embryo donor yeah or if you want to just start a family and you want to adopt mm-hmm. yeah just there are many options there's so many options and they're there to assist you along the way and do you have anything? and they're just
1: genuinely good people yeah
0: just great people and want to help you in your in what you're doing and they're local which we love Love it. And next week we have another fun guest. January, we have some fun some fun things happening.
1: Yeah, there's – there? yeah, we have like a serious chat and then we have a bunch of goofy chats.
0: And we have the um, most people coming into the studio ever. Yes, we have
1: our first returning guest. We have probably the fo- most famous mayoral candidate ever.
0: <laughs> um, I can't i love it
1: yeah we have people who are just doing incredible things in the community like january stacked with really good guests i'm very excited about it
0: and february sorry i'm taking a photo um but otherwise have a great week and yes stay positive choices (laughs) choices. and order merch (laughs) order merch and yeah and thank you to Family Dental Center for believing in us. Oh, forever and, and, thankful. To, I'm, yeah. I'm going back next week.
1: Invisalign <gasps> consult. Ooh, exciting. So not only did I get my cavity filled, I am now going to talk about straight teeth. So coming for you guys. Um, okay, well, feel better, you. Thank and... you. I'm working on it. I'm sure I'm going to be fine by tomorrow. I think I just need a good... And sleep, yeah well let
0: me know what I can do